It's episode 153 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and we're here in quarantine over our Zoom meeting with host Adam. Still here. Happy to be here. And I'm your other host, Steve. And this week, we have returning guest host, original host, hostess with the mostest. Founding member. Yeah. (laughs) We have Sam back, and I've pulled off a miracle, and I've got Sam on the same show as Dennis from First Sip Brewbox. <laughs> this is unprecedented times. How's it going, guys? Uh, What's up, everybody? Nice to be back on the show. I haven't even been on the show once in 2020. I've been a little busy as of late, so it's nice to oh, be returning. Man. Yes, uh, I am I am a father now, so that is the exciting news. So Excellent little, to hear. Uh, little baby Dominic has been uh, keeping me pretty busy, so <laughs> nobody fear. Still plenty of time to drink beer, just not a lot of time for podcasting these days. Right. Well, we're happy to have you when we can. Absolutely. Good to be here. Yes, the young Bambino. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he'll make an appearance someday. I'd like to think that we'd all make an appearance someday. (laughs) I meant on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just meant in general. (laughs) I just want to leave the house. (laughs) Making an appearance in general for the last five months. All all over Pittsburgh. Even a couple breweries. (laughs) Just start doing a campaign. Just... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, we're here, and I've pulled off the miracle. And uh, we have Dennis and Sam, and we have Adam, and we have myself. So now it's time to find out what everybody's drinking because we can't drink the same thing anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> so would anybody like to go first with what beer they have on tap tonight? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually <laughs> super excited with what I have going on. Uh, well, so I'll just you jump off. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a uh, delivery from Butler Brew Works. Uh, Travis, the main man himself, swung by my house and dropped off an order of uh, La Noche Triste. It is their sweet coffee stout. Ooh. So I'm actually really excited to dip Ooh. into that bad boy. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, buddy. Pour, pour some into the camera, Dennis. I'd like to try oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, on the camera. So it actually comes through my computer screen and I can just... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Sorry, I get confused because I do a lot of stuff for my OnlyFans account. I get it now. <laughs> Put your feet in it. <laughs> Put your feet in it. Hey, man. They're selling at a premium these days. <laughs> $10 a pick. <laughs> what is that called? First Peak Brew Box? <laughs> Oh, God, I love it. Hey, man, you got to pay AT&T somehow. <laughs> gotcha. Everybody got to do something. Everybody got to do it. Well, speaking of stouts, I've got one myself, and I've got the all the things by Collective Arts brewing. Mm. I just drank that the other day. Great stuff. Really enjoyed that beer. I think you will, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've already, ha- I've already had one before. 
Um, it's just I, I bought a four pack at the Eagle. <laughs> so yep. no, no surprises there for Steve. He knows what he's getting. Yeah, it's a uh, basically all the things. So it's a milk stout with banana, chocolate, pistachio, vanilla, cardamom, and cream. It you know it's basically everything. A, well, yeah, it's all the things, but it's basically a, a Sunday. You know, just hmm. a giant. You know, makes me think of the Kings when they had the twenty-four scoop nonsense. Right, tons of fun for everyone. Yeah, it's that. But oh yeah, beer, but in beer form. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. It's really good. It there's a lot of banana flavor on it. That's the most dominating part of it. But you get a lot. You get some vanilla and sweetness, of course. And I don't get much pistachio though. That's what pumps me out. Ooh. What a more pistachio. Pistachios are expensive. I know. That's oh. why they. That's why they probably only put like two in the brew kettle. <laughs> shells and all. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, so that flavor rubs off them shells. I, I like that that beer is also a collaboration with uh, Southern Grist, and it's nice because unless you know a beer mule or you go to Southern Grist or down south yourself, you're not getting Southern Grist up here. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. It's coming through collaborations, which is always a nice treat. Yeah, Southern Grist are out of Tennessee, and uh, yep. Ryan from Fuel by Hops was talking about them uh, mm. two times ago when he was on, because he had just come back from Tennessee and done some drinking there. So yeah, but yeah, overall good beer. So let's keep going around the horn as the video predicts. Sam, what are you drinking tonight? All right, so what I am drinking is a beer called the Bingo Pajamas, and this is from Evergreen Brewing. So Evergreen is quickly becoming one of my new favorite breweries. For those that don't know, they are out of Camp Hill, PA. And um, they have been brewing some very tasty beverages as of late. Uh, this one here is a double IPA. So I haven't talked to Adam in a while, but I'm sure he would, sure, sure he would hate this, as I'm sure IPAs don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed in 2020. But, uh, you know, New England style, it's juicy, it's citrusy, it's hazy. I'm, uh, I'm going to pour some right now. I'm going to support local here. I'm pouring it into a Grist House Tiku. So oh, yeah. Very exciting stuff here. And, uh, yeah, Camp Hill Brewing. So it's – it's or Camp Hill Brewing, uh, Evergreen Brewing. And what's what's nice is you can actually get these beers down at uh, JR's Warehouse in, um, in Rochester. So if you need to try the beer, which you should, check it out at JR's. They got everything you need. <laughs> Steve can second that one. <laughs> That's true. JR still does not pay us. <laughs> <laughs> so much free publicity, man. <laughs> so many shout outs. Them and Vinny Joe owe me at least like a dollar or something. <laughs> Doesn't a, a pizza shop owe you money too? I mean, not owe you money, owe you money, but you've talked about them a couple of times. Pizza shop. Pizza boy. Uh, yeah. Other no, than there's, no, there's been a legit pizza shop that's brought up one. a couple times. Other than Caliente, Choo Choo oh. Charlie's. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't want Choo Choo Charlie's. <laughs> oh. mm. <laughs> Can't think. I don't know. Can't think of it. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We always have beers when we do stuff. So yeah. that may be a false memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last but not least, Adam, what are you drinking? Oh, tonight? oh, it's the least. Don't worry. Yeah, I didn't want to look. I'm sure it is, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it totally is. Uh, because I, I think this is going to be the end of an era. I think this is going to be the last beer I have on the show before I re up the beer fridge. Okay. Wow. I, I, 
I'm down to the, the dregs, scraping the barrel. I'm getting rust particles. I have an old Voodoo Ranger atomic pumpkin from New Belgium. <laughs> wow. And, <laughs> I mean, it's fine, <laughs> but it's oh, also what? May. Does it say what year that is, or is that recent? Or because you uh, said you know you were scraping the bottom, I didn't know if that was like. It definitely enjoy. wasn't from two, 2019. Right. Uh, enjoy by January twentieth of two thousand nineteen. January twenty. Oh, so that so previous, so twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a year uh, and a half old, and so I'm done doing that shtick. I think I'm going to. <laughs> wow. I think I'm taking a trip to uh, Ambridge this weekend. Gonna go. Uh, Get some beers from Ultra Genius. Yeah, yeah good call. A couple of growlers. I think I'm going to pick up and I'm going to break the streak right. You can also stop at JR's while you're out that way too. I, I'm just going to have to go rent a truck from Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> where I have enough space to, to put everything. Because this ain't cutting it anymore. <laughs> no. Support, support local, Adam. A lot of good craft breweries out there. That's oh, true. I know. But the thing with that is Adam would actually have to leave the house. <laughs> that's a tough, that's a tough piece. <laughs> You're allowed. We might be in quarantine, Adam, but you can get out there, man. Oh, this was pre-quarantine too. <laughs> There's no show the adventures of Adam. <laughs> well, there is. It would just be the same thing over and over. Well, no, you had a big again. adventure this year, right? You got a new computer. That was that was technically 2019, so it doesn't count. Ah, uh, no. Sorry, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tried to give you an adventure. Had no adventures this year. He was adventureless. <laughs> no, no. Man, all the adventures I've had planned have been ruined. Oh man. Oh, well, well, that's why you should start drinking IPAs because the more of those you drink, the more adventures you go on. It's just a natural progression. So that's true. 2020 could be a big year for you. So or just start or... drinking hard liquor. Oh, that's also an adventure. Steve? Damn. <laughs> Hey, it's also an adventure. Or do heroin. That's a different That's adventure. True. A short that. adventure, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You can get in the rehab. <laughs> There's no such thing as safe. You could drink safely. You can't really do heroin safely. Definitely <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> uh, a risk involved there. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, neither do I, man. <laughs> That's one bridge I'm not going to cross. <laughs> <laughs> For now, uh, I wanted to jump into something interesting I found. Hmm. It's a little bit of news, but it's also something we can think about as we're moving forward in the quarantine and what we're going to do for beer and beer festivals. Because there's going to be the first virtual beer festival coming up at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. I was I was afraid well, of this. Well, the first <laughs> the first in Pennsylvania, right? Because I thought one already happened no. in Las Vegas or no. Nevada somewhere. No, just stop guessing. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining it, Dennis. Hey, man. I'll just tell you. All Not right. So how's, this, how's this one gonna work, Steve? <laughs> so the uh, the first virtual beer festival is uh, a repurposing of the Lager and Friends Festival which was a festival occurring in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> which is Algonquin for the good land. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a, it was put on by Gathering Place Brewing. And this is, was supposed to be the second annual, but obviously canceled. But they're still going to go through with it on Saturday, May 30th in a virtual way. And from 
2 p.m. to 4.30 p.m., you'll be able to talk to brewers. Uh, they'll have panel discussions about brewing lagers. Yeah. Uh, they'll give an actual brewery tour, I'm guessing, of gathering place brewing. And uh, they'll have, like, beer demonstrations. And so the festival is free to everyone. And then if you can't make it to whatever platform it's on, they haven't announced if it's a Zoom meeting or a stream yard or something like that. Mm. But whatever platform it's on, we'll also have a recording for you to watch afterwards. So hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. And oh, that's cool. Yeah. If, uh, if you had bought tickets to the festival beforehand, then they're going to kind of make good on those tickets by giving you a bundle pack so you can drink along while you watch. It's a it's a four pack of a the river rest. Uh, it's a four pack of the river river. Why can't I say this? I've been drinking. <laughs> tough one, man. It's a tough one. Four pack of the river west brewing syndicate. <laughs> yes, and what river west is? It's a combination of four uh, breweries in the collective. So it's gathering place, black husky company brewing and lakefront and that's kind of the name they go under when they come together for collaboration brews is river west because they're all located on the river west bank in uh wisconsin hmm. so they're given a four four pack of that collective beer that was brewed they're giving a mix four pack of gathering place loggers and then fifteen dollar tap room gift certificate and a ten ounce glass. Damn, you get all that. It just to kind of supp- uh, supplement what you would have got going to a beer fest. So, is the beer supplement is that something you have to go and pick up, or is that something that they'll mail to you? Well, I'm assuming because this is probably a smaller, uh, a smaller beer fest. Also, because it's also lager focused, I imagine people weren't coming from around the country. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I imagine it's a thing you can pick up or they may have delivery. You know, gotcha. For, you know, for right. That. They just won't FedEx it. Right. They're probably not going to FedEx anybody in San Diego that pack. Because <laughs> that's they kind might. of illegal. Well, no. Well, you can. It depends on the state. Right. There's so many right. different yeah, sillinesses. There's ways to do it. They can go to a distributor and have the distributor send it to them as well. Right. The right. only thing but you're I, not allowed to do, the only thing you're not allowed to do with beer is send it USPS. It's the only thing you're I not mean, allowed to do. Yeah, you're right with the allowed part. Yeah, no, that, that's a, <laughs> it's literally the only illegal one. It's the only <laughs> illegal one. <laughs> so that's, that's interesting. Are you going to attend? Or is anybody going to attend? I mean, I might check it out just to see what kind of beer demos it is it's right you know it's something that it's something to watch for free so yeah. yeah what was what was the date of it again steve saturday may 30th gotcha okay, okay. and month end of the month i like yeah. the idea of the virtual beer fest i guess given that you can't have large gatherings right now but i feel i feel like the sampler like pack is almost like the price of admission so it's almost like you want you want to be drinking along i feel like if i was just watching that and drinking my own beer it wouldn't be as exciting but if i got beer that i was supposed to drink at the beer fest then that could be kind of cool yeah because i at least get to try some new beers which is what i do all the time at beer fest anyhow right Right. that's kind of the point yeah yeah 
And it, I feel like otherwise I'm just watching a demonstration, which you know, <laughs> may be okay. I may enjoy it. It may be engaging to me, but I'm not drinking new beer. <laughs> yeah. Right. The problem. And I mean, that's kind of one of the things you like to do, Sam, is talk to the brewer and you can do that now. You can mm-hmm. talk to the brewer or yeah, I like that. they can at least walk you through the beer. So like maybe if you have the mix four pack or the collaboration beer, they can walk you through the process of how it was brewed, what was brewed in it. You know, they can give you all those steps while you're drinking right. that beer. So that's kind of interesting. That, yeah. That's definitely the cool part. It ties in that whole experience mm-hmm. besides it just being an academic you right. know, if you like to say this point, if you were drinking your own four pack that you picked up, yeah, it could still be fun, but it's for an academic reason. And that's not necessarily why people go to beer fests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and again, this one's a specifically a lager fest. So you can get, you know, those lager beers that were supposed to be a part of that festival, or you can try to get your own. Uh, they are offering another gift bundle that's sort of similar to what the ticket holders are getting, but not completely you can buy a four pack of that collaboration beer and the 10 ounce glass. Mm. So you can still buy that. And I think that's 15 bucks. And so you can still kind of drink along in that way. And then uh, some of the proceeds from that gift bundle are going to go to benefit uh, unemployed service industry workers. Nice. Yeah. Well, hey, if anyone from Beers of the Berg is listening, do not get any ideas. The Cary Furtis is a coronavirus-free zone. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I want to go there. <laughs> sure, that is so much fun. So it much is. fun. I know. It already got postponed to August, but that's okay. I'll go then. I would have gone in June if they would have let me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in the Runa. <laughs> Uh, I very much now, do. Now, many of the breweries would have oh, yeah, for sure. story, but I would have been there. Hell, I still might go. I'll just go Just down. show up on the day and just <laughs> just have a beer right by the fence? Oh, more than one. I'll bring a bunch of local beers from uh, you know a lot of local breweries, and I'll just drink them at the furnace by myself. It's just bring be- a lawn chair and a cooler. Have yourself yeah, a day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> People would drive by and it's like, man, that guy is having a tough time just drinking at a nearly abandoned facility all by yourself. <laughs> and then they'll feel bad for me. They'll come and drink with me and then I'll make friends. It'll be great. <laughs> so Sam can have a uh, like a, a six feet distancing. Just you can park your cars and, you know, be distanced from each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll all drink in our vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> and you all go to jail. Yeah, right, <laughs> See, okay. The cop so. doesn't drive by round you guys up. You actually all get in the back of a paddy wagon. <laughs> but hold on. Now let's think about this. This is, here we got to think of new solutions. Like obviously, Gathering Place came up with a solution for a virtual beer fest. But here's a new one. We all have taken Ubers down. Mm-hmm. So why not just have our Ubers drive us through a line? You know, like say Fresh Fest comes around and Fresh Fest is supposed to be on the streets of Allentown. Right. Well, how about our Ubers drive us through the streets of Allentown and then we just lean out the car window and get the beer samples that we want? <laughs> I definitely think you're on to something. I wouldn't do Uber because they wouldn't be like the drivers wouldn't want to do. They'll be wasting too much time. They wouldn't be making as much money. But what if we got a couple like buses or short buses or something like that so you're thinking where people you're, you're think you're putting too many people in one place 
No, <laughs> you, sit, you, sit, you sit multiple seats apart. That's still six feet. That'd be tough to you – know? I mean, I, I like the idea, but that'd be tough to enforce. Well, well, the thing with Uber, you're putting it the logistics into a different company's hands. Besides, oh, I completely agree. You know, I, I think it would have to be something where each car has to have their own designated driver. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, and, you can you can just have a DD, and they just have to wear the wristband. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they drive you through the beer fest. <laughs> oh so God, I, the political fallout of doing a beer fest via vehicles. <laughs> Even though <laughs> technically it's fine, I could still see someone running with that headline. See, that's everybody what just I'd like needs to, to shut the fuck up. That's what everybody yeah, well, needs to yeah, do and stop snitching. <laughs> I agree with you, but throughout human history, there's a bunch of snitches out there. <laughs> so what I'd like to do is I'd like to, to completely flip that around and instead of have all the participants in cars, have all the breweries and all the food trucks in cars and kind of turn it into a neighborhood parade like they do for all the kids that have, you know, birthdays and graduations and Easter right. and shit like that. A mobile beer fest. Yeah. They just drive through the neighborhood and you get like the little six or eight ounce cans uh, that some breweries use, the little hand grenades, and they just drive around the neighborhood real slow. And the first wave, they throw out, you know, the first beer (laughs) to everybody who's sitting in their front yard. (laughs) You know, you get five, ten minutes to enjoy it, you know. And then the next round comes around. The next brewery starts throwing beers out. And you just kind of do that for a couple of hours. Every fifth truck is a food truck. Damn. They just hit you with a burrito. Grist House, they have a wagon. Hitchhikers got the Nomad. Hot Farm has one of them. So breweries are set up to already do this. They're yeah. already halfway there. Somebody okay. just has to put it all together. You, you, you know what? I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm with it too, but I am not being put in charge of any of the logistics. I just, oh no, in theory, support the idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd the, like the, them to come to my neighborhood and kind of test that out, do a pilot. <laughs> 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 instead, of ice, instead of ice cream trucks, are just beer trucks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you see all the adults just running out. <laughs> or even better, have a have a com- have a combo, ice cream and beer. I mean, Leona's partners with every brewery anyhow, so that's right. true. That's Let's true. Get the ice cream in there too. Bring everything to me. Is that is that a thing? Can you do a beer truck like that? Or are there like permits, like restrictions, like shit? Obviously, there's permits because we would have seen it already. Right, right. but well, I, I mean. I, I, Outside of what a brewery would already have, I'm just wondering if there's any overlap with what they would already have. Mm. I'm going to kind of go back to Steve's stance of people need to stop being snitches. Yeah, yeah. just let it just, happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> just be cool Dude. for a, a yeah. day. For this one day, that's all we ask. Creative. They what? won't be, man. I'm sorry. They just won't be because there's people that are unhappy with their life, so they want to make other people unhappy. Yeah. They want to ruin it. My, my only my only tweak to Adams is instead of throwing little grenade cans, which people will <laughs> inevitably drop, why or not get hit with? <laughs> right? Why not just have people pay their fee and they get their wristband in the mail or printed offline, and then you can just bring a solo cup to the back of a pickup truck that has a keg. 
Ah, oh, okay. Man. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that is straight up Adam's childhood hashtag Steve's neck of the woods style. I love it. <laughs> See, if we're going to go that direction, I, I think what we should do is if we can have some sort of super soaker or beer cannon. Oh, God. That way you could still have your social distancing. We're going off the rails. We're Ooh. going off the rails. Who cares? <laughs> I don't have to drive anywhere. You I just have to walk back in the house. With a kettle sour, it gets in their eyes. Yes. Ah, it's so sticky, but good. Yeah, there's going to be so many sticky sidewalks after that. <laughs> That's also what she said. <laughs> Steve, somebody will drive by your house, fire hose, open that up, old English flying out right up. Oh, not old E, because I'll be forced to drink it. Don't old E in my house. (laughs) Which you thought you would never say that. Don't old E my house. I've accidentally old E'd my car before. I don't need to old E my house. (laughs) Out in Hookstown, I mean, you can find a lot of people in pickup trucks. They could probably just make their own beer fest, just buy some kegs of, uh, you know, what key ice bush dude <laughs> so this, they probably already do that this yeah, exactly. is true <laughs> it's a field party <laughs> i think it also depends where we would do this at uh because if we're out by steve's house then the pickup truck idea throwing some kegs on it would totally work <laughs> oh this it, sounds... it, yeah that already happens yeah yeah i'm sure was... that has already happened <laughs> no the, this idea definitely sounds like a south hills idea mm. where yeah a parade Mm-hmm. through a tight community yeah oh yeah people would Dude. eat that up down there for oh, sure yeah. you were on so my uh a, f- a friend of the family every year for like the last 40 years he has thrown a block party where all the neighbors are there like you, he forces everyone to be a part of it because then there's no snitches everyone's a part of it and they pay like their <laughs> permits and everything to shut down the block I bet you could do something like that if you like cordoned off the area like that and everyone's involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah as, yeah, as long as you announce where the parties are going to be, where the parade right. route is, just let everybody know and tell people to be cool about it. And if you're yeah. not cool, well, then we'll know you weren't cool about it. <laughs> right. We know use the snitch and your house is getting old eat. <laughs> yeah. Keep that fire hose oldie handy. You never know what you're going to need. <laughs> Snitches get English. <laughs> Damn. Savage. <laughs> Beers on Parade. We already got the name. Yes. Beers we on figured parade. it out. Mm-hmm. Like my it. only my only other thought for these virtual beer fests is kind of like what they're doing with this one at Gathering Place, but like we had Brutal the Beer Fest and we had the other one that was the No Effects Punk and Drublick tour. Mm-hmm. So why not have a concert that you can watch and then you get like a four or eight pack of mixed beers for the for every like band huh. that plays. I like that. That'd I think cool, I could work too. It gives you something mm-hmm. to watch and it gives you something to do. Hmm. Yep. I like it. I'm digging it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back brutal, but name it something else. You <laughs> <laughs> can make it happen, Esteban. This could be big for you. It's my yeah, break. This is it. <laughs> this is it. 
<laughs> it's my big thing where I have no money and I somehow pay for bands to play <laughs> and pay for breweries to brew beer. <laughs> Dude, you can find sponsors. You don't have to have money to make this work. You just have to have the idea and execute on it and use other people's money. Yeah, I mean, hey, Dennis, at- you want to talk after the show? <laughs> oh, I mean, I can donate like 50, three, tree 50. <laughs> to start. Dear Mark hey. Cuban, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can take this on Shark Tank. That's free. Yeah, like, well, sure. Can I, I zoom, can I zoom in the Shark Tank? Down a little bit. <laughs> well, who knows, actually? That might be becoming a thing. <laughs> I need to I zoom mean, in the Shark Tank. <laughs> look at uh, what they did with Firefest. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. but Oh, yeah. Fucking cluster. <laughs> What's Ja Rule up to these days? <laughs> I, I think once when he saw it going south, he like just slowly like backed yeah <laughs> and like just faded <laughs> he did oh, the homer yeah. into the hedges guy ever did. <laughs> yeah oh golly that was insane so if you guys haven't seen Firefest, hop on uh, netflix and look it up uh fire spelled with a p uh no or is it an f i actually no, don't a, remember now. no it's f-y it's F-Y-R-E. F-Y-R-E. <laughs> yeah there we go it's actually yeah. one documentary on netflix and there's a different yeah. one on hulu i've watched um, them they're, they're actually pretty interesting mm. and they look at the festival from a different perspective the netflix one is more from like a business perspective the hulu one's more from like a marketing perspective certainly yeah. overlap but it's worth watching them both if you're interested in the huh. in the festival it's cool well, I'll be marketing Fire Parade. That's P-H-I-R-E. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the new beer parade coming virtually to you somehow in the future. <laughs> somehow. Somehow. In the meantime, though, let's go back hey, to... Is the- Billy McFarland still in jail? He could probably help you with that. Uh, just leave him where he is. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's insane. <laughs> in the meantime, though, let's get back to what we're drinking and i'm still on this collective arts all the things stout it's really good it's really tasty uh it is one of my favorite stouts that i've had so far this season as all weather is stout weather (laughs) that's true yeah i'm i'm digging it we'll buy more there it is (laughs) <laughs> hey, you know, it's interesting. They're, they're actually out of that right now at the market district. Well, they're out of it in the cold case, but you can find it back on the shelf with all the other collective arts beers. So I'm a little nervous and can't find a cold one. There's warm ones available. I believe <laughs> I might've been one of the last, like last cold case ones to grab. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I almost picked that exact same beer to drink on this show. Cause I still have a couple <laughs> left in my fridge. Nice. I bought the four pack too. I'm glad I didn't, but it would be kind of funny if we both picked the exact same beer. <laughs> what are the odds? Who's getting up and going back to the fridge? <laughs> I mean, it it makes sense. It you know would be in theme with the original format of the show where we all drink the same beer. <laughs> right. True. Hey, there's an True. entire second half of the show, Sam. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, you can make it work. That is true. I could make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll go. I'll go next. So, as a reminder, I'm drinking the Bingo Pajamas. I'm going to get the glare off that if I can. Here's a little alien playing bingo uh, from Evergreen Brewing in Camp Hill. This beer is uh, delicious. It's lighter in body, but it's it's definitely um, heavy in flavor. I'll say that. Um, 
the the hops in here i'll read on the can you got amarillo and nelson hints of mango tangerine and ripe kiwi and i would say that the description is spot on uh, big fan of the beer and honestly getting to be a big fan of evergreen i've had a couple of their beers now and i know they're making some waves they were uh, one of the breweries that um were invited to the juicy brews festival uh just a couple months ago when beer fests were still allowed and you know they're putting out some really quality beer and if you ask me right now where Camp Hill was, I'm not sure if I could tell you. I think it's out near Harrisburg, but I don't really care as long as they keep shipping their beer out here. <laughs> <laughs> so check them out, Evergreen. And Adam, you'll be happy to know they, they don't brew only IPAs. You can get some other stuff. <laughs> that is good to know. I, I am happy to hear that information. <laughs> they also sell water. <laughs> <laughs> and hand sanitizer. And great water for <laughs> And Sandy. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'll jump up next. Uh, so just uh, like before, a reminder, drinking some Butler Brew Works out of Butler, Pennsylvania, the La Noche Triste, which is their uh, sweet, sweet coffee stout. I enjoyed it, man. Almost done with this guy. Uh, the coffee is very robust, so you know that it's there. Uh, it's a heavy beer without being thick, if that makes sense for a stout. Like it doesn't have that syrupy like slow drinking taste to it uh what's, the, what's very, the abv on that uh 5.5 so oh, it's okay. not like yeah. a super heavy uh body there um but like i said before robust coffee velvety uh taste to it it's good i will definitely drink this again i if you're not a huge coffee fanatic i would not get this because it is super robust so for example if my wife had it she would just punch me in the face so, so it's it's huge coffee flavor. It's huge. Big. Like bitter and roasty. Bitter and roasty, but without it being one-sided because it still has like a sweeter um, velvety that kind of balances it out. But up front, you do get punched with that robust coffee taste. I get you. I'd be into it. Mm -hmm. Adam, how's that thing? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's good. <laughs> It's a beer. It's a pumpkin it's a beer. beer in May. What the hell do you want him to say? <laughs> right. It's a pumpkin beer in May. Now, I will give it credit that it is a little bit different because it has that habanero kick to it. So it is good, uh, but this has just kind of sealed the deal for me that I'm going to go back into the world and get more beers. Good for you. It, it needs to you. happen. It's fine, but it's really yes, not worth talking about. I'm glad about. you learned your lesson drinking your third pumpkin beer in spring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I made a commitment to try to clean it out as fast or as far as I could. And I I stuck to that for what a month? Yeah. 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 You 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 did pretty good pretty far with that. Well, that's the thing, because if it wasn't for this, all this beer still would have just bit in there because I new stuff would have come in. Yeah. And I drank that instead. I get you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you did a good job. But now it's Damn time right. for new stuff. <laughs> and speaking kid. Yeah. You did what you could. And speaking of new, we'll be back with a brand new segment and the review of episode four of Bruise Brothers. I can't wait. I'm excited. All right. I need <laughs> I need to go watch the show real quick before we come back. So I know okay. what the hell's going on. Okay. Kidding. <laughs> I was like, I watched. even I watched it. <laughs> I watched all the episodes. I could talk about it for days. The audience wouldn't know. We would turn it. No. <laughs> There's editing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. 
First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 153 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're here with Dennis from First Sip Brew Box and Sam from year one of Hop Nation USA and year two and then a little bit of year three. <laughs> Yep, that's that's a very accurate description. Thank you. <laughs> the important thing is that I am here on this show right now, ready to drink beer and talk about beer. Yeah, you now, you now have one episode in every year of recording. <laughs> you got one early in year oh, four. I really wanted. Yeah, it's like just enough to keep his like frequent flyer miles, like yeah. just enough. <laughs> a, I didn't want a, my podcast points to expire, so I had to come on the show by default this year. It seemed like the right time to do it. I wanted to get it out of the way now before summer came, so that mm-hmm. I. Steve, Steve probably sent you an email. Hey man, uh, your membership dues are coming up. Uh, you just got to do one. <laughs> your dues are in arrears. <laughs> We're actually obligated to do one podcast here and this is it. So if you're listening to the episode, congratulations. You get to hear me. If not, we'll see you in 2021. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. That is bleak because you do 50 more episodes and you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) One way to look at it. (laughs) He's only got 50 episodes left. That's real sad. (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. All right. Well, Sam, you said you're excited to drink beer again. And I know you went and got a new one. So what do you have as your new beer? All right. So I'm, I'm excited to show everybody this one. It is a free <laughs> beer. Look at that nice label. It's perfect. Um, so what I am drinking, you hope, uh, sure. is the Tiny Guavas by Hitchhiker Brewing. Mm. And while I'm pouring this beer, um, I'm going to tell you why it doesn't have a label. So when this whole uh, quarantine thing started... Hitchhiker, as they were distributing their beer to Giant Eagle, I would assume in a cost-saving effort, they only were labeling two of the four cans in a four-pack. So you'd buy the four-pack and only two of them had labels. So I already drank the ones that had labels. So this is one of them. (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing. I I didn't know that either. Now, they have since since switched back and are labeling all their cans, but there was a very (laughs) short period of time. And, and this can is actually a limited edition can. It's selling right now on Jeez. eBay for $49.99. <laughs> Andy could at least have signed that one, man. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't really know him, and I haven't seen him since this started, but maybe I'll hold on to it and have him sign it. <laughs> a few times he didn't put a label on one of his cans. But anyhow, I will show you this, this beer. You can see the nice color of it. So it is the tiny guavas. It comes in at about 6.7%. It is a guava IPA from Hitchhiker. Um, and there's not really much else to say about it. I don't know what hops are in it because the label's gone. And I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that it was made with a lot of guavas, and it's really good. So if you're a fan of the guava fruit, uh, you know this is a great beer to try. I will say that they made a similar beer called the Whole Punch Guava a couple times 
last time they produced it was probably about a year or so ago. And I like this one better. It, it remains true to the guava style without kind of being bogged down with, you know, milk sugar and, um, you know, a handful of other ingredients. I think there was vanilla in there. And this one, if you're a guava fan, it's hoppy. It tastes like guava. Adam probably wouldn't like it. I like it. So cheers. <laughs> so it's more of just a straight pale ale with guava not a sour or anything like that no it is not it is not a sour gotcha when you taste it i mean it tastes a lot of guava flavor it is it is slightly sweet and somewhat sour i guess on the back end but that's more from the natural sugars of the fruit versus it being a true sour style of beer right okay and that's all i have to say about that all right right. (laughs) that's my spiel nothing else to say i'm gonna drink it and enjoy it you guys could drink it with me So, we were hanging on every word. <laughs> uh, Dennis, have you moved on to something new? Oh, uh, you know it, man. So we actually have some free will brewing uh, on deck here. Uh, the owner, John, reached out to us maybe a week ago and said, uh, hey, Dennis, you mind if I send you some beer? I was like, uh, I would never <laughs> say no to that. Yeah, I think, no, this no, big, thanks. I, I think you know, that he wanted – to have a reliable source for him to test because they just started like shipping outside of their little local area. Just wanted to check, you know, test out packaging, make sure shit was going to explode and stuff whenever they sent it out. But one of the brews that we got is Garcia's Forest. It is a hazy IPA. Uh, but like Steve, I had this one before. He sent us a four pack of it. Um, it's super tasty. It is a hybrid between the traditional hazy style, but you still get the in-your-face dank hoppiness of a West Coast style. Uh, some of the fruit notes that you'll pick up are grapefruit, white peach, and honeydew melon. Uh, it's super tasty, super drinkable. You can see that nice, solid color. Yeah, it's hazy as hell. <laughs> yeah, good. no, it's hazy. Obviously, flake, flaked oats and stuff in there, uh, but there's absolutely no milk sugar in this one, which I appreciate because sometimes you just feel like you're legitimately drinking like a milkshake with all the mm-hmm. lactose and everything in there. Right on. Sounds like the only explosion they had was an explosion of flavor. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh so, so for those of us, may, 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 um, Maybe myself included, uh, that aren't really familiar with free will brewing, Dennis. Where mm-hmm. where are they out of? Where are they they're uh, located in Poughkeepsie, Pennsylvania, uh, which is out central PA ish. Uh, going towards Philadelphia. I'm not good with maps. Uh, not in Western PA for sure. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get their beer out here, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. So they just started their online shipping. Uh, where they're shipping everywhere in Pennsylvania now. Nice. Oh, that's cool. So they got like Levante. Yeah. And they got solid brews, man. I've never had something bad from them. And the a funny, like behind the scenes fact, I had a dream three days before John reached out to me that I drank a free will beer. Okay. It wasn't a dream. I ended up drinking a lot of beer uh, <laughs> and thought I drank a free will beer. My wife was like, no, we haven't had one for in the house for like months i was like no i did she obviously went and investigated it wasn't a free will beer i was hammered uh and then a few <laughs> days later john reaches out hey man can i send you some beer i'm like are you in my house <laughs> like how'd you know <laughs> they t- they yeah, Adam, maybe the- you should have a dream about how your beer fridge gets restocked without you leaving <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome 
I'll, I'll try, Sam. I'll, I'll do my Cub Scout best. I'll see what I can pull off. <laughs> real drunk before you go to bed. And just, oh, there you go. Yeah, that's the key, man. Wow. <laughs> no, honestly, I may have gotten hammered. Be like, hey, man, can you send me beer? No idea. <laughs> also possible. <laughs> Steve knows. Steve knows. Adam, what are you drinking? I, I still have the uh, the atomic pumpkin going, but uh, uh, I have uh, a nice anchor steam on deck just in case. Okay. <laughs> this sure steam man this this continuing thread for the past <laughs> three, weeks, three weeks adam yeah. Has, yeah three weeks adam has been teasing drinking an anchor steam and has uh, never like done one it. of the ogs of craft beer oh it is you, yeah. you have to crack that man i know no. oh not yet. Classic. not yet I, I, oh. I, I feel like it'll pay off at some point you just gotta call keep watching and listening <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well, that, it's on deck it might be this episode. You never know. <laughs> hey, hold it up real quick. Just to give the people a little t- a little taste. Um, okay, so he does yeah. actually have it. <laughs> a little look of the OG. That's right. All right, all right. Like I said, it's on deck. It's ready to go. It's a real thing. One okay. flick of the wrist and it's it's open. <laughs> I I wouldn't flick the wrist with the bottle in it. You, you know, be careful. You don't get hurt. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Dennis. That's true. That's true. I don't trust these hands. <laughs> Lethal weapons. <laughs> Steve, you, <laughs> Steve, you have anything uh, in your glass that's new? No, I'm actually sticking with the uh, Collective Arts Southern Grist. Mm. It's a uh, it, it's a bit of a thick boy. Even though it's only like seven five percent, it's it's a thick sipper. It's not nice. something you just power down. So yeah, I'm just enjoying it. It's it's full of flavor. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, quick sidebar have you guys tried a lot of the collective arts beers by chance i haven't i actually I haven't no because i've had a few of them recently that were really really good and i just i feel like they're kind of up and coming especially in pittsburgh like i'm starting to hmm. see more and more of them available and hmm. i like it I, yeah i think this is the this is the first one i picked up because it was a stout i think the other ones that have come through have all been ipas that i've seen hmm. So yeah. not, not that I'm against IPAs. It's just not, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I know primarily why. Primarily they are IPAs. Yeah. The one, right. like, Life in the Clouds is really good. And Janie picked up one, Janie's my wife, uh, not too long ago called Animal Magnetism. It was mm-hmm. uh, in a pink bottle and it had like a bunch of babies kind of forming out of a singular baby. It was Sounds really, like, really that weird. is weird. It was double IPA. It's really weird. <laughs> It's like some Joe Exotic type beer. <laughs> Animal magnetism. Yeah, real real weird name, real weird can. Great beer, though. Great double that's, Honestly, Easy that's beer. all that matters. That's all that mattered. It was real good. <laughs> they were actually showing you the brewing process of making that beer. That's <laughs> what... <laughs> I didn't interpret that from the can, but you might be right. Fresh babies. Well, if we're talking about brewing processes, then I guess it's time to jump into <laughs> episode four of Brews Brothers. <laughs> Classic Steve. He can find a segue in anything. <laughs> I actually so, took notes on this. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, it's we're on episode four now. And just a slate recap, the last week was all about them trying to get customers through their untapped and through the what do you call it the uh, the uh, the brewery tour yeah the brewery tour the mm. bus the brew mm-hmm. bus uh, this week 
Wilhelm, who's mentioned in the past that he trained with Trappist monks to become a <laughs> brewer, is actually visited by his Trappist monk friends. And hijinks ensue, which is the best way to put it. Oh, God. A lot, a lot of monks in this episode. So many monks. Some real, some not. Some. I, I'm, I'm sure we, none of them are real. <laughs> yes, no, none of them are real. They're all actors, but there are some meta actors in this. Yeah. Like um, actor inception. There's actors in actors. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Actors, actors you know in actors? Mean. You know, <laughs> I mean, maybe behind the scenes. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> so I got to say, this was probably the best of the four episodes. Oh. Huh. It was a good that spot for me to start. Was, that doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> but I, I thought it was the most tolerable, the most palatable of the four that we've watched so far. Yeah, I'd agree. It's, I mean, I, they still went back to like poop and pee humor a bit. Literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally in some cases. But it's, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, my main question coming out of this episode, because I've, I mean, being a guest on this show, I can, I guess, divulge the information that I've seen them all. But the real question is here is, is there a beer out there that is made with truffles? Has any brewery? I'm sure. I'm sure. Maybe just like that pistachio beer, uh, Steve was looking for more pistachio. You toss one truffle in it, you could say it's made out of truffles. Yeah, and see, I, I believe that, Dennis, but I've I've been to a lot of breweries, and I've followed a lot of beer accounts on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I've done a lot of research, and I haven't been able to locate one. Hmm. That's why I'm wondering if there is truly something out there that is a truffle the, the, Okay, so yes. Yes, there is. There is. Okay. <laughs> Steve went on the dark web real quick. <laughs> He's like, would you like to buy Sex Slave? No, looking for truffle beer. Oh, here you go. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was a bookmark for later. <laughs> and then move on. <laughs> yeah, I had right, to switch tabs. Here. <laughs> I had to switch tabs. Incognito tab. <laughs> so, it, so there was a beer made by Moody Tongue Brewing. Trying to get it to focus over. <laughs> no, it was going out of focus, so I was like, "Bow!" <laughs> you don't need to say that on the show. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, the audio listeners don't care if your camera isn't focusing. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. I just didn't want you guys to think I was being rude, like Steve. I don't want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> so yeah, no, the Moody Tongue Brewing Company—they produced a shaved black truffle pilsner which is basically the exact same beer that Adam is producing on this show. Uh, the bottle, it was bottled to 500 bottles and it, they were sold through an online lottery in 2014 at $120 per 22 ounce bottle. Holy crap. Oh my God. Do you think that's kind of where he got the hundred dollar benchmark that the one guy was saying, we need to sell these at a hundred dollars a bottle. You know, do you think they maybe found that? And reference it kind of indirectly. I'm sure they it has to because it like it all lines up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's also making a pilsner on the show. Right. So yeah, the the pilsner, the truffle pilsner he mentioned in episode three is brought back and is kind of the one of the central focuses of episode four. And yeah, apparently this beer also existed. <laughs> all right, a little bit more respect for the show if it's based on actual historical events like that in 2014. So a little bit more respect. 
little bit. I mean, look, Dennis, untapped is a real thing. That's an app. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> I've never, I've used it once. I'm sorry to say. It made me mad. <laughs> it made you mad? Well, I just, I keep a little beer actual journal that I take with me. I don't know. Maybe I romanticize actually writing things down. No, damn, I get that. damn kids these days. <laughs> your MTVs and your diet sodas. <laughs> your TV. You minutes. realize that's exactly what untapped is, is a beer journal. <laughs> right. I just hate like being on my phone. It, I don't know. It's more, it's different with me just writing something down real quick and then not keep it old school. Right, but then I don't find myself, and this is why I've noticed with some folks with Untapped, they go out of their way to get beers just to check them in. I've never once did that with a beer journal. If I'm right. out, I'm having a beer, I'm like, oh, this is really good. I want to remember it, you know. I'm not so saying when, everyone does that, but. So when you're writing a beer review, how many times do you have to dip your uh, your uh, pen in there? My quill. It's ink. pronounced quill. <laughs> and uh, it depends on how many beers I had at that point, because sometimes I spill ink everywhere, which I'm not proud of. <laughs> you just dump the ink on and finger paint it. <laughs> now, Dennis, have you considered taking like an eyedropper with you, and then you take a little eyedrop of the beer and drop it on the page, and then you can come back and smell the beer as well. Actually, fun fact, the beer <laughs> journal that I use, uh, 33 Beers, the cover is actually made out of uh, some beer. They actually mix beer into the creation of the cover. But to your point, Steve, no, I do not. <laughs> but I should. So that cover isn't scratch and sniff, though? No, no. It's just probably for marketing purposes, just like truffles and pistachios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to this boring ass show though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Th did anybody find anything they enjoyed this episode? <sighs> I mean, I did. And this was my, you know, just for transparency, my first show, first time watching it. Steve was like, you have to watch this. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so I went ahead, I dipped in. And if you guys are saying this is the best out of the episodes up to episode four, uh, I'm afraid that I might just start from here. Uh, but a couple of things, like a couple of the one-liners I actually found humorous. Um, when one of the guys, he was like, truffles smell like ass. And he was, and then the chick was like, I thought you'd like that. Colin's there. I do. <laughs> like, just little things like that that I thought were funny but and uh the dog I thought was absolutely lovable like I love love uh that dog but outside of that man it was rough like the whole initiation process to being able to brew with monks just I just I almost turned it off at that point when he was literally pouring beer down the guy's cheeks into the other guy's mouth. Like that was a little too much, I thought, for what they were trying to do. Yeah, it didn't make a whole lot of sense either. No. Now, do we know though that that's not a true initiation process? I mean, if you get a bunch of celibate men together, I'm sure weird shit happens. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if they're pouring beer down each other's cracks. <laughs> you think that they wouldn't, but... right? Right. But this, I will say one big positive that came out of me from this show. I kind of want to meet a Trappist monk. So it's definitely on my list now, not because of what they portrayed, but because now I just kind of want to have a beer with a Trappist monk. Makes sense. I think that's a good call. 
The, the one awesome. takeaway that I, I will take from this show, uh, and it's a public service announcement, don't feed beer to your dog. Yeah. Please don't yeah. do that. <laughs> Not good. No, hops are terrible for dogs. It right. causes them to have seizures. Be dead by now. I mean, he is a big dog, but – I mean, I get it. I, we know it's not actual beer. So I feel like in an era of Tide Pods and injecting disinfectant and UV rays in your body, uh, we have to say, do, please do not give uh, beer to your dog. So that's a good yeah. call, Adam. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'll guarantee you there's somebody out there saying, oh, this beer show shows it all the time. It should be fine. Here oh, you go. This, this great documentary on Netflix. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's even more, hey, it's even more important to realize that if you are a home brewer, make sure your dog does not eat the hot pellets because it could cause hypothermia in them. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Like beer is one thing, but a hot pellet, hot pellet that severe worse. concentration, That'll guaranteed to not have a dog in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. And, uh, and don't take a poop uh, between the bright tanks. Yeah. No. Please and thank you. And also on that topic, do not shove truffles up your sphincter. Yes, like, don't do that either. <laughs> is that a thing? You can't bring truffles into the country? Is that, Are they one of those controlled, like, uh, plant, not plants, but whatever it is? Yeah, I mean, it would be, it would fall under, you know, fruits and vegetables and mm -hmm. things you can't bring into a country because they, they aren't necessarily native to the country. So, yeah. We don't have truffles in North America? We do, but it's just you can't bring them in loose like they did because they're not in an <laughs> Something was cell. loose if you got those truffles right. up there. <laughs> so once again, I mean, this is a completely accurate show. <laughs> very, very common misconception. People think you can just bring truffles over from, <laughs> from Europe. You can't. <laughs> no. it, you can bring it, it, them in your butt. Can't bring them in your suitcase. <laughs> you can bring them in your butt. Also known as your body suitcase. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's nature's pocket. It's your wallet. <laughs> nature's duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will say, I mean, I'll give you kind of my commentary on the show, not being involved in the last couple of podcasts. Um, you know, I think, I think the show has certainly gotten better with each episode. And, you know, this episode brings actually, or actually introduces my favorite character in the series, and that is Truffle, the monk. I think... Uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 like, I like the character. I think he's funny, and I think it's interesting how they integrate him into the rest of the episodes and how they kind of make him a part of their brewery. I don't want to... Yeah. Oh, so oh, spoilers. Anybody. Oh, I, I forgot you're from the future. <laughs> I, I know. I'm from the future talking about the show. I won't be on the, you know, the, the podcast again until 2021. So at that sure. point, I'll be on season five, six, maybe seven at that point. Or maybe not. Episode five or six. <laughs> that way we don't have to talk about this for another year. But I, I like, I like um, you know, a, a lot of the references and how they try to tie in some fun things of the craft beer community but yeah i wish they would try to get away from like the dick and fart jokes yes i wish they too much it, it yeah like, there's enough organic humor in the industry already yeah. without having to try so hard and go out of your way this yeah. show could have been a home run and i'm hoping if they do get brought on for a second season uh you know they've gotten that feedback and they try to be 
evolve and grow more into that mm -hmm. because I, it, it has a making to being great i would actually like this show the characters aren't terrible i think a lot of it is it's the, it's the writing mm -hmm. well I'll, I'll disagree with you on one thing the adam character is terrible which one's that? oh because he's such a douche but he's I, so insufferable i think they were going with the uh you know what is portrayed as the stereotypical craft beer elitist. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of what they were doing. And they're out there, man. They're oh, definitely they out there. So I don't think, at least that's not as far-fetched, but I agree with you. Most head brewers are not him. Right. Some home brewers no. that come in and want to tell you how to run your entire system. Those are typically the Adams. Not you, mm -hmm. Adam, obviously. Uh, but not our Adam, but yes. Not, not our Adam. Uh, but they're never the people that are working behind the scenes at breweries, at least that we know of from working with a lot of people from behind the scenes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, so I started rewatching The Office just as background noise. Mm. And Michael Scott is one of the most hateable people especially within the first two seasons. Right. Just un, unbearable. But they, they wrote the rest of the show in such a way that you feel bad for the other characters. And that's right. one of the problems with this show is that you don't feel bad for everybody else. You don't feel empathy for anybody else. You feel empathy for everybody that gets picked on by Michael Scott and whoever like has to deal with this cringe-inducing asshole. Right. Like, that's what made The Office great. But right you don't feel that with this show because you just don't give a shit about like the other characters because they're kind of dicky as well. Right. And there's not a ton of character development either. Right. Now, granted, right this is episode four. I know, I know, I know. All right, that's fair. We'll keep but, going. <laughs> no, it's not fair. Don't, don't give concessions to him, Dennis, just because he said <laughs> whoa, some whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, but he's right. They could have maybe a little bit more backstory on why... I'm sorry, Adam. I'm really trying here. <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they're getting there. Yeah, they could be getting there. I mean, they're building yeah. to something here. It's only 30-minute episodes. Some are even less than that. No, that's true. That is true. I don't I, know. I, I guarantee other better written shows do it better. You know a lot more about characters very quickly. Again, go back to that first couple seasons of The Office, and you know a lot more about the characters in four episodes than you do on this one. Right. Yeah, but I mean, that's almost an unfair comparison. I mean, knowing what we now know about The Office and how great of a show that was, this, this one's just getting started. People may have not thought that after four episodes of The Office back in, what, 2001 or whenever that one premiered. Right. But uh, just to play devil's advocate, maybe it's not a totally unfair comparison because they had episodes like that to actually garner from and learn from before they even put this into existence. Also, the comparison isn't unfair because you have to consider the pedigree of the people creating the show because mm. the people behind the show are also behind, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm and The League. Right. They know how to make They TV know how shows. to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They know how to make them. It's just they didn't make this one good. Mm. <laughs> it could, now, do you think it's because they're not in touch with the craft beer industry? This is what they think it is. Therefore, they think they're mirroring what people would like to see? No, because I think the craft beer industry represented stuff is like it's accurate we've talked about it like the i believe that saint joseph joseph sabby is the only craft beer trappist right. you know the outside of you know belgium or outside right. of europe but i uh, guess 
I guess I was hitting on not necessarily the facts because they could just Google search and get different facts like that. But I'm saying the personas of the people portrayed, is that what they think an accurate representation, although slightly exaggerated uh, of what the craft beer industry is without them being in touch. Therefore it's grossly exaggerated. No, because that doesn't really explain all the peep and uh, all the pee and poop humor. Let you know? alone getting into the food truck humor. Yeah, because like mo- most of the people who are into craft beer are in their 30s. Right. And they're not laughing. I know you didn't see the first couple episodes, Dennis, but right. the first couple episodes are I'll, like... I'll, I'll, re- I'll go through and watch them. They're, they're, they're like strictly pee and poop humor. So it, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't translate. People don't want all that all the time. Right. So yeah, they, I don't know. I think they, I think they know better. I just think we've had people say in the previous episodes of like... It's just maybe young writers who aren't really good at writing per se. And then the actors are from nowhere and they're right. not particularly good actors either. So they can't really sell a joke the same way. Right. Like there's a lot of flat performances. I so. definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> New, nuance is not a strong suit of this show. No. <laughs> and, and to Sam's point with uh, truffle or truffle, brother truffle being like the best character like he's been a character actor for a while like he was on he was on some episodes of the good place he's been a comedian for a long time so like he has something of a pedigree of acting and you know just being funny and i too thought he was the funniest part of this episode so yeah but yeah, everybody else is just like coming from nowhere, so they don't really have the acting chops or the comedic chops to do this show. I don't think. So well, let's let's hope it gets better in episode five. Yeah, and hopefully they'll stop abusing the dog. Yeah, <laughs> stop abusing the dog. And what are the odds? And it was such an easily foreseeable plot twist with picking up the wrong dog. It was so easy to see that uh, coming. But on the other hand, like why, <laughs> if you're dropping, like, it's, I think that's what a uh, St. Bernardus, like that type of dog. I, if, or not, mm-hmm. that's a beer. That's a beer. Yeah, just... But what, what, whatever that dog is, I, it's not a super common dog. So if you're dropping it off and it looks exactly like another dog, like why would you not bring that up if you're running a business? Like, right. That just yeah, also it... made me mad. Yeah, it was just another case of bad writing of a joke that you could see coming a mile away. Yep, right. And like the same thing with last week's episode with the dick drawing joke on the chalkboard. You could see it coming a mile away and it's just like, well, when is this over now? Right. Because I'm tired right. of this joke. I know what happens. Yeah, and I mean, I have a strong fortitude for like watching things like this, but the part where the dog was cleaning himself and then he was like, oh, you got a little extra snack. That, you know, you showed me something new. That made me gag a little bit. Like, that was, that was <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, oh. So gross. All right, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess uh, we'll see if it gets better, guys. I guess we'll see. It, it, it's been slowly getting better. It's been more tolerable. Yes. And you know the like the story writing is fine and the craft beer stuff is fine it's just the jokes suck yeah and that's bad when it's a comedy show <laughs> <I know. laughs> right 
it's one of those shows like people like us they just they just want to love though because there's not a lot of shows like this out there this is kind of right one of its mm-hmm. kind where you know it's kind of like it's always sunny or the office but it's in a craft brewery and it's exactly what we want that's a good parallel with always sunny i felt like some of the back and forth banter reminiscent of that just not hitting the mark yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 something I want to watch, but I don't want to watch either because I've already watched four episodes and I don't. <laughs> but it, it's it's a, I think it's an interesting because there's another show on Netflix called Disjointed, and I haven't watched it yet. Mm. But it's all about I think selling at a weed dispensary. So it's a sitcom at a weed dispensary. I, I mean, it's kind of the same thing as this, but it, weed culture isn't my culture. So there's right. probably a lot of jokes that I won't get per se. Right. Well, maybe you should start smoking weed and get into that culture <laughs> for the show. It's I like, Steve, I, why'd, why'd you start smoking? You, not the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think maybe next week for episode five, I'll watch an episode of Disjointed and see if it's any better or worse than this. There you go. They, I think they're all like they're both one season shows. They're both relatively new, so yeah. Maybe there's something, some sort of thing I can find, some comparison to find instead of comparing it to shows like The Office and Always Sunny, which are you know obvious obvious pinnacles of mm-hmm. you know like comedic value. So, but we'll yeah. save that for next week. Yes, we'll have to save it for next week. For now, Dennis, why don't you give us some plugs about where everybody can find your business and such? Absolutely. So, uh, Dennis, First Sip Brewbox, you can find us at firstsipbrewbox.com. All social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, all at First Sip Brewbox to catch what's going on. Uh, one of the big things we have is our new shirt. So, it's a nice little hot design with the background of uh, the skyline of Uh, the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, We're doing a lot of really good messages with our shirts, uh, explaining, you know, helping the helpers, supporting the craft beer industry that's serving you in these hard times. Uh, They're still out there on the front lines. So hop into the shop, grab a shirt, or go ahead and subscribe, and you'll get a shirt in that brew box. Right on. And if you want to find us, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite uh, social media platform like Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on things like Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five star review. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry, still your line. Sorry, we're pressed for time. Six stars, five stars, <laughs> go. All the stars. Leave all the stars. Uh, and uh, yeah we'll see you next week with a brand new episode and some new guests and we'll be reviewing episode five and talking about some other stuff thanks again to dennis thanks for coming back for your one episode sam (laughs) (laughs) one episode